day and welcome to another edition of Natural Health Dialogue with naturopathic Dr. Randy Lee. I'm Joseph, the MC slant antagonist and... <laughs> and Pro- protagonist. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll see if we can get this moving today. So last week we talked about the colon and what it is and what it does, which is incredibly enlightening. If you haven't seen that, please... I invite you to go back to one episode and listen to that. And today we're going to talk about how to take care of that thing. So, Randy, what do you have for us? Yeah, and most people just think that if they have uh, bowel movements, then the colon takes care of itself. But it doesn't. It actually requires quite a bit of care. There Mm -hmm. are many, many things that can go wrong in the colon. Not enough movement. You don't move stuff along. It builds up in the colon. It gets extremely large. Um, They've they've talked about it. I'm not going to mention names, but one notable uh, Western star, they said when he died, that his, his, uh, his colon weighed 45 pounds. A wow. uh, lot of waste material he was hanging on to. Um, we've had a couple of uh, notable singers that had uh, extremely um, deleterious effects on their colon from the, from the lifestyles that they led. So mm. um, it's primarily the, the waste container for your body, but I don't like to say container as much as I say the waste transit area. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, more, much of the time it does become just a container rather than a transit place. Mm. Uh, you remember the, the digestive system uh, dumps into the colon, uh, the lymphatic system dumps into the colon, the circulatory system dumps waste into the colon, Lots of things that just get dumped there. We don't want to just hold on to them, uh, so we want them to keep moving along. So it, that requires um, some care to keep the colon intact, functioning properly, mm-hmm. working the way it's supposed to, and uh, keep it disease-free. So, um, you know, I, I do... Um, this This is my blog this month on my cleansing program, and I do a... Um, a specific colon cleanse in the month of August each year. Now, is that the only time I clean my colon? Absolutely not. Uh, You may recall from listening to past blogs uh, that I do a clean start uh, in January where Mm -hmm. I do a heavy colon cleanse. In April and in October, I do a a whole body cleanse, which has a section of it that deals uh, with the colon. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then in August, I call it my bowel detox. I'm actually trying to detoxify and retonify uh, the the muscles within the colon. And then on the other months, that's that's only four of the months. On the others, I look for specific ingredients in the things that I'm cleaning that will have a, a positive effect on the colon while they're cleaning the other thing. Because if you clean every other organ in your body and you clean it down into the colon and you don't clean it out, Right. then you're stuck with all the waste from all those other organs also setting. So not only just what you eat, but dead cells in your body. The body loses about 100,000 cells a day. Mm-hmm. They get dumped into the lymphatic system, which dumps into the colon. Mm. So all the dead stuff, all the putrid stuff, all the rancid stuff ends up in the colon. So I think it requires constant care every month mm-hmm. and then a major cleanse two or three, four times a year. Um, mine happens to be four. I'm gotcha. often asked um, the question, how often should we have a bowel movement? Mm-hmm. And because um, a lot of people think that as long as they're having daily regularity uh, or regular bowel movements, they don't need to do anything else for the colon. Mm-hmm. I'm reminded of an old doctor. He was, um, I was probably in my uh, late 20s, early 30s when I met with this uh, actually at that time a military doctor uh, who was um, in his 
late 50s, early 60s, and uh, he's the first person I ever remember asking me, how often do you go to the bathroom? Uh, you know, we don't talk about that a whole lot, and maybe a little more now, and in my business we talk about it a lot because I ask a lot of people, how often do you go to the bathroom? Mm-hmm. But uh, I looked at him kind of funny, and I said, um, why is that important? And he said, well, I just was curious, how often do you go to the bathroom? And I said, at least once a week. Mm. And uh, he said, uh, do you think that's normal? And I said, well, it's what I've always done, so it's probably normal for me anyway. And he said, let me tell you something. He said, I've, I ask every guy that comes in here uh, how often goes to the bathroom. I've had answers that have been as little as once a month. And I asked the guy, do you think that's normal? And he said, it's normal for me, therefore it must be normal. I had one guy in here, he said, that went to, said he had bowel movements 12 times a day. And I said, do you think that's normal? And he said, well, it's what I've always done. It's normal for me. Most of us think that whatever is normal for us is normal, and therefore that's okay. Um, but the doctor reminded me of to, to look at a, a baby. Mm-hmm. You get a newborn baby, you give it a bottle of milk, 45 minutes later, it's got a dirty diaper. Mm. Uh, the system is built to transverse from the mouth to the rectum in an average of about 45 minutes. That's not an exact science, but that's a, an approximation and is fairly average. So if you're not having a bowel movement about 45 minutes after you intake food, then you're not, uh, you're not using your systems the way they were designed to be used. Hmm. Now, I asked the doctor about that. I said, do we need to do something to make sure we go to the bathroom 45 minutes after every meal? And he said, no. Uh, he said, quite frankly, I'm happy with my clients, my patients, my customers, uh, if they're having daily regularity. So if you're going to the bathroom every day, you are better than average in terms of how you're treating your colon. You're still not keeping the colon clean mm. because anything that doesn't transit in a timely manner begins to build up on the colon walls. Mm-hmm. It becomes thicker. The colon becomes more convoluted. It gets smaller areas in which to get the waste through. It sticks onto the walls, and we don't have any mechanisms for getting it off of the walls. Mm. Uh, we end up with uh, uh, all kinds of bowel uh, diseases and uh, so um, basically basically we just need to make sure that we uh, 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 go to the bathroom regularly it's interesting to me that we we train ourselves not to go to the bathroom uh, mm. think about your first child if you have a child uh, you you uh, look forward to the day when you can finally get that kid potty trained because they seem to have dirty diapers at the most inopportune times. Mm -hmm. And so you finally get him potty trained and what's the first thing you do? You're out somewhere and he says, daddy, I need to go potty. Mm -hmm. And you say, can you hold it? Can you wait? Uh, And, uh, and so we, we teach them from day two, from day one to wait to hold it. Mm-hmm. And so from that time forward, uh, we rarely go when we first get the urge. Uh, uh, very few of us actually go to the bathroom when we first get the urge. And so old fecal material dries and starts to thicken the walls of the colon and to elasticize the colon. Um, remember that uh, water reclamation function of the colon as well. Right. If there's excess fecal material in there, uh, then uh, as it dries on the walls and the colon is trying to pull the water off it pulls the toxins out of all that waste material Mm. as well and that goes where into the circulatory system which goes right back through your whole body you certainly don't want that improper bowel movements 
or bowel regularity uh, will cause you to be constantly retoxifying yourself all the time. Hence the thing about a, fe- uh, a sedentary lifestyle uh, leading to, uh, to death. You're sitting there doing nothing. You build up all these toxins. Your body recirculates them. And uh, uh, then real quickly, because we're running low in time, uh, can, think about a balloon. Okay. If you blow that balloon up and then you let the air out, and then you blow it up and you let the air out, and you blow it up and you let the air out. Over a period of time, we've all played with balloons, mm-hmm. you start seeing a, lot, a dimpling effect that's all over that balloon. It doesn't, it stretches out and it doesn't go back to its original shape anymore. Well, right. that's the colon. If you overfill the colon, and you finally have a bowel movement, and you overfill the colon, uh, you begin to get that dimpling effect in the muscles, the rubber-like muscle musculature within the colon, and we call those diverticuli. Mm. And inflammation means itis. Mm-hmm. So diverticulitis is an inflammation in those diverticuli and that can be life-threatening it's almost always uncomfortable and so uh, Mm. i try to look for uh, colon cleansing things that will also have uh, some tonifying herbs that will retone the muscles Mm. so that even if it's slightly building and getting a little bit of diverticuli we can kind of smooth those out so um in addition to regular bowel movements, I look for products with sim- uh, that are um, uh, specifically formulated to clean the colon. Uh, these products may not add into evacuation of waste, but they also can uh, contain ingredients that retonify. Uh, keep the bowel moving. Mm-hmm. And if you keep it moving and you take care of it and you do some cleansing effects, then it'll last you a lifetime and you'll be healthier and happier too. Amen. And if anybody wants to talk about their own uh, personal experience and in, uh, in their body. Um, I'm sure Randy would invite you to come and do a consultation, right? Absolutely. All we are uh, five naturopathic doctors in the store. We all do private consultations. You can just call and schedule one. Uh, they usually last from 30 minutes to an hour. And uh, so feel, feel free to call if you want some personal care as well. 405-736-1030. And also, you know, we don't ask this very much on this podcast. I don't think ever. Uh, but feel free. It really helps us if you would like this podcast, if you would comment, if you like, in there. And also subscribe to it in, uh, in whatever uh, podcast playing system you use. And also right. give us a good rating, you know, on Apple, iTunes, or, or Spotify, or whatever. Yep. And so thank you for doing that, and we'll see you next time. Thank you. Thank you.